Never had it so good. 101.1 radio, the best R&B and hip hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. 
Sports Talk Radio Every weekend night with Princess Cooper Never had it so good radio Now on 101.1 And it's 24-7 The world's best radio station In this day and time Stereotypes are the false descriptions For all of humanity James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities you will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. We'll be right back after this initial break. Just a Thought by James T. Deshay. There are times when happenstance creates life-changing opportunities. It is important to keep your eyes and ears open to those moments so you can grasp the golden ring as it passes by. Don't allow your past to create doubt of the possibility of a new roadway to success. The magic in life keeps the universe open to changes in direction in everyone's life. No one has a market on what is required to make life worth living. We all have to obtain a focus and work toward the dream. Each day gives us a 24-hour reset. Evaluate the day before and determine if the same steps should be repeated. Just fully understand that our creator does not have favorites. The universe is prepared to favor the efforts we all make daily. My steps can't be rewarded any more than anyone else's. Just believe that you deserve to have your dreams come true. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you seven days a week. 
Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock West Coast Time. Saturday and Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 o'clock West Coast Time. Please call in to 657-383-0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear. Please visit my website, www.jamestdeshay.com. That is www.jamestdeshay.com. Also consider purchasing my books, Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, Passion, Desire, and Contemplation at the website lulu.com. That's www.lulu.com. I look forward to you being a part of my audience. Again, call in every day at 657-383-0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear and unfiltered. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. Uh, D, I think I did um, everyone a disservice yesterday, or possibly um, we didn't get all the information we needed. Well, as we talked about Starbucks and how they um, interacted with African Americans, uh, seemingly there are some additional instances where African Americans were treated uh, differently. I just saw a video where a gentleman, uh, I didn't even realize that, I guess that some of the, the large cities, at some of the large cities, they have codes to the bathroom and, and you have to go up and request the code. And it seemed that uh, a white gentleman who had not purchased anything requested the code and he was given the code and then a African American requested the code and he was denied the code because he hadn't purchased anything. Uh so this seems to be a little more maybe there's a little more um to how this treatment and just a a situation just happened to happen. Uh you know, we, we have to now dig a little deeper and decide whether or not Starbucks has to be taught a more serious lesson. <laughs> well, good evening, James. Um, yeah, uh, I can understand that strategy. I can. Uh, you know, I was uh, uh, viewing YouTube yesterday, and uh, I noticed where the uh, the major of that department in Philadelphia came on the air. Uh, actually, he did a YouTube, he did a uh, Facebook Live uh, interview of himself to try to explain away uh, or try to validate the actions of the officer, officers saying that they all acted appropriately and they followed the protocol. Uh, in his explanation, he even went on to say that once, uh, one time before, uh, one of his police sergeants uh, was in, in in that same Starbucks uh, in uniform and wanted to use the restroom, and he was denied access to the restroom. I find that highly unlikely, being, being so there's barely any establishment that would 
refuse any privileges to uh, a law enforcement officer, especially in uniform. But uh, he claims that that was the case. Uh, but you know that that even uh, uh, holds credence to my idea that um, you know a lot of these young people uh, that has aspirations to being uh, uh, that are that are computer savvy and and uh, and have aspiration of doing things they should actually hold uh, mock situations uh, at, at certain restaurants like Denny's and and Cracker Barrel those of which have had their own history of discrimination, especially against people of color. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's it's a good tool to use to prove your point, especially when you got uh, virtual um, uh, instruments on your side, which can use it as a actual eyewitness to any uh, unjust situation that may arise. Yeah, it bothers me a great deal when I see people purposely being treated differently. Uh, in this case, uh, Cheryl, it seems that this girl did not try to deny the fact uh, that she was in California, that she was treating this African-American differently. Uh, and they had a security guard who was ready and prepared uh, to go to the next level. And that's part of the issue is, is that you have people, uh, like the video I sent to everyone, where this gentleman is disagreeing. And um, it seems like white America is saying, hey, don't you dare disagree with me. I told you what to do, and you better go about doing it. Good evening, and how's everyone doing? You know, just like just like we have continuously said, this is the time of exposure. And although these individuals have been getting away with a lot of this, but because of these cell phones and because of social media, they've been caught they are now being called out. So the behaviors of those individuals have not changed. They have only been caught now. So imagine how many people before that, they did the same thing too. And what it is, is once they've done it and they've gotten away with it, they continuously do it. But because of the exposure right now, then now they're getting the company that they're working for in trouble. But, you know, that's just the norm for a lot of them. Because, like I said, there's been many of them that I've spoken to and clearly spoken to, you know, loudly. And when I do that, is that they don't, you know, reply back to me. They don't say good evening. They don't say hi or anything. And if I'm with someone, I'll say, did you hear me speak? And they'll say, yeah. I'll say, okay, I just wanted to make sure that, I, you know, that you heard me. But and I'm just being funny when I you know say that. But um, yeah, right. if they just being exposed right now, that's it. It's the time of exposure, and these videos and social media is doing a great job at it. And the people who find that this is unfair are putting it out there. So 
we got to, I mean, it's got to keep going on. There has to be a stop to it. There has to be consequences faced for the different things that are being done that has been hidden um, under the rug for so long. We're getting there. Yeah, it it is kind of amazing to me uh, that these two videos show a side of America that they don't want to be visible. And uh, clearly, this young lady uh, was prepared to show her bias uh, and and, uh, felt as though she had the right uh, to display it in this fashion. Uh, But yet, they are going to uh, pay a heavy cost uh, this time, and other people are going to watch and determine uh, what they need to do in order to um, make sure this doesn't happen in their business. Um, I was really shocked and surprised to see the altercation uh, between uh, the clerk and this black man when he just asked to go to the restroom. You would think asking to go to the restroom would not be a major deal in common civilized society, Andre. You would think that asking to go to the restroom would not create an opportunity uh, for a person, a, a white person, to show their, their, their color or their, their prejudice. Well, wonderful. Win. Uh, no, today's still Tuesday. Terrific Tuesday to everyone. Uh, you're exactly right. Um, in most cases, when you have to go to a restroom in a facility that's open to the public, you don't go and ask someone. You, you try to locate it, and then you go ahead and use it. So I think obviously, and I haven't watched the tape, so I, I can't say too much about it, but I would say obviously this person was um, was was very aware of being a black person, how cautious you have to be and taking every extra step. And that person, it seems to me that they took those extra steps and yet it still wasn't uh, recognized as um, the right thing to do for him. Yeah, this particular restaurant had a code and the white gentleman went and requested the code before he bought any food and was given the code, and he went about his way and used the code and entered the bathroom. Uh, The black guy was not given the code, uh, but he made his way to the bathroom and waited for the white gentleman uh, to come out, then questioned him about whether or not he had purchased anything. And he was reluctant to tell him because he recognized something was up. So, but at, uh, eventually, he did say, "No, I have not purchased anything." So the young white, the black man went on and asked, "Why am I being treated any differently? I just requested the code so that I could use the restroom, and uh, then he wasn't giving it." And what seemed to me is, if you look at the video, the young lady quickly goes uh, into the defensive mode and starts trying to see who she can get to assist her to have him leave. So she quickly goes to 
will leave my store. Instead of going back to, well, excuse me, sir, I'm sorry. Let me give you the code so you can use the restroom. I'm not sure what it is, it is about using the restroom that is creating so much, so many problems, uh, Joyce. Uh, it seems that uh, they are trying to take us back to the time where, um, you know, we had name, you know, white restroom and black restroom, white water and and black water. I mean, I'm not understanding why are you not allowing people who come in your business. <laughs> use the restroom well to me good afternoon everyone and again congratulations i guess this is 601 601 james but to me yeah. I, I think it's something something that is uh, is particular with starbucks and it, it's nationally because um there are a lot of people who have had issues with starbucks and to me that's a sign of racism at its best regardless whether the CEO come forward or not because these are not the the only only uh place that one incident. And most of all these incidents are, are Afro American and it's ridiculous that um it's big and national because a lot of black people like that 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 Starbucks office too. And the ones that don't like me, they like to buy gift cards for the ones who do of the friends that you know that enjoy that. But going forward, regardless of what they do, because to me, I don't think they're going to remedy the situation. He jumped out in front of it. He's going to apologize, so too. But what about this situation that that also one of the incidents and several others? You got tons of incidents that this has happened to Afro-Americans with Starbucks. But Starbucks is not the only victim, but they're going to pay the penalty for the rest of the ones that are coming. And believe me, this is not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Then you're going to have some smarties out there. They're going to force them to change the rules. How are they going to do that? They're going to put themselves in situations to make these other companies uh, either stand up for doing what's right or you're going to be showcased. Believe me, that's going to happen as well. And they might need to be uh, confronted in that manner in order for them to, to do what's right. And that's true. Uh, Regina, I, when I, as I look at this, and yesterday I was thinking, you know, when I heard um, Joyce say that uh, she was through with Starbucks, I thought that was a little bit strong. But now after seeing this second video uh, where this, um, I'm not sure, the girl looked like she may have been even Asian, uh, but... Uh, she wasn't certainly wasn't black. She quickly went to defensive mode, and you know that just seems to always be the case. If we if we put up a, a disagreement about how we've been treated, it seems the first thing they do is go to um, the defensive mode, and so you don't have the right to question the way I want to run my store. Well, um, good evening, good evening. The one thing that the um that the various um civil rights protests and the laws that followed, the one thing that they did um did enable us to do is to have a say so in how you run a public store. And as I said yesterday, there are laws and if your policies go against what the law is then you're going to have to change your policy. And 
it's starting to be hit. It's starting to hit them in the um, in the pockets, and we'll just see exactly how this this is going to be played out. And we have to develop a strategy uh, for everyone. We need to pay attention, and when these places, um, uh, you know, show us their their personal biases. We have to be ready and prepared uh, to to show that out to the world. I'm not sure where this stuff comes from when these people say, you can't videotape me. When you're in the public arena, I'm not sure that I have, I have not heard any law that says that I can't use my camera when um, something is going on that I don't agree with in the public arena. So I'm not sure uh, where this uh, thought process of um, don't take me has come from. Uh, uh, Cheryl, have you ever heard of any situation where a person can't use the video uh, on their, their phone or any other kind of video equipment out in public? I, I mean, um, I, I, I just haven't heard of a law that says you can't video out in public. I haven't heard it, but I have seen in um, in the doctor's office that they ask for you not to video or record anything in the office. When I say the office, it's the room. I haven't seen this in the waiting room, but just in the room that you're doing your examination or anything like that. I have seen it. And the doctor that I go to, she has it on her wall. Um, other than in a public place, no. I haven't heard of it. And I haven't seen anything because, the you know, we have surveillance cameras on people's homes. Um, the police officers have cameras on them. So, There's no such law. You know, more people are videoing. Um, and I haven't, you know, I haven't heard any law at all about it. There is no such law. What is your understanding? There is no such law. There's no such law that only, that what happens, the only thing that can happen is when you cannot surreptitiously tape a person without them letting them know you're audio taping them and not videotaping them. If, if as long as they're on the telephone or something like that, but when you're in the public, you're in the public's eye. You have no rights out there, and there is no law that says that you can't tape or audio or video a person. No, there is no law to that. So anyone that thinks that they I've Googled that information, and he, he, is, he, he is absolutely correct. And uh, the law states, and if you Google it, uh, ask them about it, it would state that as long as one person is aware that they're being taped, so that one person could be you, if you if, 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 right. as long as there's one person, so that one person could be you. So by you knowing right. that you're taped, and that is not against the law. 
Now, um, for your your physician having that sign there, you know, a lot of physicians welcomes that, particularly with older people, because they want to make sure that they get the information right when they carry it back to their their daughters or their son, whoever that guardianship is. They welcome that video, right. that, that taping of that, so they can get the information. Just your particular doctor uh, is, is re- request that for her respect and about what she asking for. But in most medical situations and most, most doctor's office, you know, they welcome that, that information because that's, that's, that's safeguarding them and that's safeguarding the patient as well as uh, what actually was stated, you see. And um, in most situations, the medical, they would ask someone for their protection is to have a nurse or a assistant in the room at all times. That's for their protection. And for your protection, you do have a right to video to make sure that you're getting that information correctly to pass it on to someone else in case there's some discrepancy. That's one thing that I do myself now. When someone called me and tell me that they're taping me, I turn my tape on and I say, well, I'm taping you also so that we won't have any conflict whatsoever. I let let them know. That's right. I let them know if you're taping me, you're going to have your version and we're going to have the same version. Because if you allow someone to tape you, you know for a fact that tapes can be edited. And it's a good thing nowadays especially for you to tape them when they say, okay, this tape is going to be used for training purposes. That's not so. That tape is used to, uh, to, to take care of their company, to keep it down. So uh, you, your best bet is to tape those people when they're saying that to you. And they got a lot of those that you can just match, play it on an app, and it will start taping anyway. But uh, Reverend Sim. It seems logical to me that people who don't want to be taped are people who realize that they have kind of done something that they may not should have done. Uh, Because as a teacher, I would always view the thought of, okay, we're going to take you as an opportunity to display some of the student behavior that I had to deal with uh, in the classroom, and so certainly I I would make sure that my response to their bad behavior was measured uh, so that um, they could see that I wasn't getting the, the results that I wanted. But I don't think anybody can, you know, there's too many videos. Uh, the the you know we're being videoed at at uh, at uh, traffic. Uh, and being sent um, tickets. So, I mean, people are videoing us all the time without our permission. It's not it's not the videos, Jane, that's a, that's a problem. It's the audio that comes over a telephone or some other media that you can't see each other face-to-face or you can't see the body of that person. So it, it, it's, it's not okay. That's why we have to get search warrants uh, in what we call wiretap search warrants in order to wiretap someone's phone. But if we see that person going in and out of that house or in and out of that building of any sort, we can tape them 
or take videos of them or take still photos of them. But we cannot video, I mean, uh, uh, audio them unless we get a warrant. That's the difference. As long as if a person is stepped outside of their home, if they step outside of their home or you outside of someone's home, they have a right to video. There's no right to privacy outside of your home, outside in the street. But there is a right to privacy when it comes down to you not knowing who you're talking to, or even if you know who you're talking to on the other end of the phone, sometimes it's best for you to say, I just want to advise you that I'm taping this conversation because that keeps a lot of situations of, of things down. And when you're talking to the police or you're talking and he's talking to you, let him know that I'm taking this conversation. You don't, I would advise you, Really and truthfully, like you said, James, if you don't have anything to hide, I don't see the problem. But we know nowadays it really doesn't matter whether you have anything to hide audio-wise. Video is a whole other thing. Audio-wise, there's nothing you can hide if somebody see you through the lens of their cameras on their phones or their actual uh, cameras themselves. So, Audioly, you must, you must let a person know that you are taping them. So it, 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 it's not a fine line. It's a big open line that we got to cross, and we've crossed that line with cell phones. And so now it's open to the public. The law is not going to be changed to say that someone cannot video you and during the course of that video, they they audio you at the same time. So you're the one caught. If you ain't got, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing if you don't want to be caught at. So that's that's the whole gap, and that's what the law is going to say. That's what the Supreme Court is going to say. That you you shouldn't have been out there doing it if you had it something to hide in the first place. And so that's that's basically what it all amounts to. So when these people go in... All right, all right. we're going to come back after this break and continue our conversation.
Uh, I can really just swivel it uh, before the police get up there to me uh, and uh, just swivel it toward the police officer. And then I don't have – I can put my hands wherever he wants me to put my hands. And there's no reason for him to reach in to my car and take it off my um, my windshield uh, because that's not – you know, he doesn't have any reason to do that. So, you know, we have to kind of think of uh, – and I have to tell you, I'm one of those gadget persons, so that that is real – you know, it's easy for me. But I make sure I – I send it uh, to you, and I'm actually looking for one where I can put it uh, at my back windshield as well uh, so that uh, I can see out the front and back at the same time because things are just going on right now, uh, Joyce, that we have to be ready and prepared uh, to show the behaviors of these, these people who are put in positions of power. Oh, that's correct. Uh, I got one better than that for you, uh, James. Uh, I'm a gadget person, too. So uh, they have an ink pen um, that you can purchase now that records everything up to uh, four hours of recording with this uh, ink pen. Uh, it's an ink pen and it's a camera. And um, it's being yeah, sold on either, either HSN, uh, Evine, but it was um, they had a special for uh, two for I think uh, sixty nine or whatever, but I bought one for my my son because he's a doctor, and um, nowadays you just can't trust anything, you know. And 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 the, and the way that it is, you never see the light go on because you just click it up top. You click it one time for the regular pen, but you click it two times, it records. But on your side of the back of it, it is it, a blue light for a split second to show you. Not them. They would never see that, but to show you that they're recording. So these are the type of things that you need to, for anyone that I suggest who have a young young man or um, anyone for a, a vehicle, you need that type of what you're stating on your car. They have it now that is a part of your uh, uh, rear view. Uh, you can c- connect it with your rear view so it's on automatically as soon as you start your car and then it stays on even if someone can damage your car while you're away from it, it shows that too. Any impact that happens or whatever, it, it'll it pick it up. But while you're you're uh, you're driving or whatever, you control, you know, how you want to see it, the back view or the front view or whatever. But while you're away, it, it's just like a protection 24-7 or for your car. And it's attached to the everything is now so high tech and it's getting so so nicely done. So um, everyone needs this, particularly if you're Afro American, male, female, uh, whatever. You need this for protection when you go out there because you need as much help that you possibly can as far as making yourself secure. You know, it is sad that we've gotten to this point. I know that um, I'm now staying in the house that my father built. Uh, in the late 1960s, and this house had no cameras. Well, I think we first for safety, my mom went to um, the burglar bars first, and then after that to an alarm. Uh, but since then, since I've been here, I've recently, it has been less than a year, I have now the um, the doorbell that sees people long before they get here, as well as the lock uh that um that 
you you can uh, open it or close it with your phone, your cell phone, and I have video tapes around the house. And it just seems like I don't think I'll ever be able to do without them anymore because I feel so much more comfortable knowing who's walking up toward my house and gives me a lot more options. And even today in this society that we're in, in terms of going around and interacting with retail people, we have to be able to call these people out. And we know that these people are not going to believe, be, we're not going to, in most cases, not be going to be believed unless we have some video of, of the interaction. And it's going to help a lot of people. I mean, we got to realize that this incident with Starbucks is going to help a lot of people to be respected, and it's going to change a lot of behavior, Cheryl, uh, because these people are not going to want to be put on Front Street anymore. Yeah, and, um, you know, when these major corporations are being um, sued and brought to the front, um, they're not going to take lightly. Now, I didn't, and I don't know if anybody heard anything, that they were going to shut down so many of them to do some kind of training. Um, and I think I, I was did in my of, like, was California one. They said that they were going to be doing um, some bias training uh, to keep them from, uh, you know, coming to the job with certain biases. Uh, so I did hear that after watching the video of the incident that took place in California. And people have to know that. You know, I I just don't, Cheryl and Joyce, I, I just don't think I have had that experience in my lifetime where I have purposely treated someone differently because of their color. But obviously there are people out there who come to the table or come to their job ready and prepared uh, to to, um, to hassle uh, people that they don't like. Are you speaking to me or Cheryl? Go, go ahead, Joyce. I've been in situations and, and, and with my job that a lot of times, uh, particularly female um, white uh, uh, supervisors, uh, they don't like uh, you have issues with them, and you know I you know, but I know how to carry myself. I know how to act. I know how to to deal. I had a supervisor at the time. She had no idea what it was that uh, I was making, and she she liked to she liked to have died when she she found out. And uh, going forward thereafter, she tried to give me uh, bad reviews. So uh, it, it was so ugly that corporate had to come from Atlanta to intervene, but then she thought that she had the upper hand, but they wind up reprimanding her by the way that she treated me, but then she came back and apologized to me saying that uh, the reason why she did it was because her boss made her treat me the way that she did. Unrealistic, but I think a lot of our young people going into a situation, they don't know how to carry it, but you have to learn how to do that. So it, this is not nothing new, I guess, coming from Mississippi, being the age that I am and being in the work workforce, uh, being in the state that I am in, and then um, where the minorities are, are not that, that true, and particularly none in management. It's ridiculous. So you're going to have to make it. Uh, that's why 
Shay, I, I wish she was on today, that I was so proud of her. She don't like how she does or what she has to do, but that's her survival, and that's her way of moving up the ladder, too. You have to outthink them. Yeah, you have we, to use common sense, and you got to be half a net as to how you proceed in the work world and out in public, too, as well. Yeah, it, it has come to my understanding that, that we, um, you know, only now that I'm retired and do I feel it's comfortable to call uh, people out as much as I can. Uh, but And I realize and everyone realizes that they have to keep their job. And so, therefore, they're put in a position where they can't call people out all the time. But if you want to call somebody out, um, Cheryl, you do have to be able to to prove your point. So if you don't videotape it, you definitely have to have paperwork that suggests that somehow you're being treated differently. You're absolutely right because, you know, um, and depending on who you're presenting it to, they don't want to hear it. But if you have proof, concrete evidence of a video, they have no other choice. Because, you know, there's a lot of um, companies that have um, said, you know, we don't treat, um, I remember in the nursing home um, situation, that they would never treat their patients this way until the video came and they were so shocked. So, mm-hmm. you know, you really, and what about in the daycares when the, when children are being beaten? Um, there was a situation at a church where um, the um, whoever was watching the child was being videotaped and didn't know it and had a cover with a child and beaten the child, you know, under the cover. So mm. if, if a parent had to go and try to fight a case, you know, these um, individuals would say, no, that such, nothing like that would happen here. But because of video in it, then they have proof. And mm-hmm. it's a shame that we have to have this proof with so many people that are liars. Because right. people can know that these things happen, and they just blatantly lie. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's come to that, that we have to have proof. And the videos don't lie. I mean, it's That's telling right. you exactly what happened. Well, my thing is they need more videos in the school system. They need it in the nurseries and, and, and uh, the daycares. And the reason why I say that is because they even have them like like if you at Pet, pet Mart. If you go away and take 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 trips away, you put your dog in a kennel. You can they have videos to show you what your dog how your what your dog is doing. So if they can show me what my dog is doing if for on a two or three day trip that I know I feel comfortable leaving my dog in their care because they have a video right there and they stall. They show them being walked. They show them uh, what it is TV. You know you pay for what you get. But they need to put it in this, put it in the daycare system. They need to put it on the on transportation system on the bus and everywhere. That's that's what needs to happen. Yeah, it is. It's so important that we recognize that our lives transcend the way that it used to be. And you, you kind of wish we would um, have moved forward enough that everybody is treating people in a human fashion 
and that we don't have this prejudice that's going on. But the truth is it, it is here, and it's alive and well, and it has been brought back forth by people like Donald Trump. So uh, we have no other choice but to protect ourselves by having at our access phones and these pens and these videos in our car. We, we got to do what we have to do at this point because these people are, um, you know, you know, these people will lie. I mean, when police officers will lie, you know, everybody else is, is capable of it as well. Uh, so, Joyce, it is uh, good that you got that for your son, and I'm going to start looking from every time, you know, and you have to get in the habit. Uh, it won't work unless it's something you do every, every time you leave the house. Uh, so you have to develop a habit of using it and making sure it's on and um, having a way to get it to the cloud uh, so that them throwing it away or breaking it won't change the fact that the video is uh, available to you. That's true. And the way that things are made now is that there's always a copy. You know, you can't get rid of nothing. Once you hit enter, I want you to make it saved somewhere. You might not think it's saved, but it is. There's no way of erasing it once you make that click or once you hit that enter. That's how I come. We have to be careful as to what we say, how we say it, and, and what you print because it can come back and haunt you, and our young people need to learn that because a lot of them, if they're, they're, they're hurting themselves. They won't even get a job by what they have printed on Internet and on Facebook. You know, they think that stuff is cool, but they can't even get a job because they've checked you yeah, out before, you, before you, you, you enter the door. So you you wasting their time because they know all about you inside out. That's how come I think we as elderly, we got an upper hand on, on things as to how things, what we've been through, is that I don't do Facebook, LinkedIn, link out. I don't do any of that, Twitter. I just don't do it, you know. Um, I, I just recently uh, was being on uh, this group, the talking group, where I hit YouTube, you know, where um, and it, that's what has been sent to me by the group. Because I'm I'm just not into that high tech. Don't want to be. I I the less you know about me, that I don't want to give you. I want you to know as much as I want to give you. But I don't want to just volunteer myself out there to everyone that I have no clue. And once you hit the enter, it's just out there. It's out there. And yeah, I do. I do wonder about questions where <laughs> it looks like Big Brother has extended himself too much. Um, you know, I noticed where a young lady didn't receive her uh, college diploma uh, in education uh, because they said they video she was videotaping herself at a at a um, a bar, and I'm saying, wait, there's nothing illegal about going to a bar, and you can't tell what she was drinking. So how in the world can you use that against her? Uh, but there were situations where they, they decided to do that. And sometimes I think Big Brother is going too far. Well, you know. Well, he, um, he, he doesn't thing, go as um, far as that you won't let him. You, they letting him go out there that far once they, they put that out there. Once you hit enter and you put and you show what you're doing in the whole bit, so you 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 giving them an invitation to, to, to know more about what, what it is that you don't 
that you trying to say that you reserved in. To me, that's how I look at that. Mm-hmm. Joy. Go ahead, Cheryl. Yeah. yeah. One thing, um, one thing that um, <laughs> that you may not have known, um, if somebody have your age, I mean your name, and mm-hmm. they know around your age, they mm-hmm. can pull up a whole lot of information on you. My daughter-in-law um, was telling me about um, her cousin. And I knew, well, I knew her name, and I knew where she lived. Not mm-hmm. her address. I knew where she lived. Right. Um, while we was on the convo- while we was on the phone with her, I had to send her a picture of her cousin's house. Um, right. You can Google knowing, that. You can Google your address. Uh, right. I can Google my I can Google my name. But what comes right. up? Right. Uh, but my name is just general information. But what I'm right. saying is that if, if 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 I'm out there posting uh, out in a nightclub or whatever, that that comes a part of what what it is. But you can Google anybody, or you can pull up any address. You can pull up my address right now, and you know exactly where I live. You see what I mean? Right. And it's nothing right. that and your relatives out there. and right. all your formal addresses, exactly. your phone numbers, and exactly all of that. Well. Exactly. All of the information, but, yeah, all of that information. Right, that's basic information. But what I, what what is not basic information is what people are actually putting out there that they should come to. Uh, they they should uh, make themselves more unavailable for what they're putting out there. If you know what I mean. Well, let me just share with both of you and. And we do know that some people feel a little more free to show things with people. And I, I like, you know, one time I was remodeling my house, and I was putting in the every time the um, the lady did a new a room, I was showing the room because I was proud of the room. And then someone brought to my attention, you know, you know, you showing all that stuff in your house in your room. You showing the burglar what you got in your house. And I, you know, but I wasn't thinking like that. I was proud of my what she was doing, and I wanted people to see. And so, um, yeah, you have to be real careful with how much information you give uh, the people outside of your place. And, and it's sad that you have to make some stuff private, you know, because these people are just out of control. I saw another thing where... A person was showing their um a person was showing their um their vacation pictures. Somebody went and broke into their house because they knew they were on vacation. And and it is sad that people are so prepared to um to do evil when they see, you know, when the new modern things they can do. So I guess you have to make certain pictures are private and only available uh, to your relatives. And why would you want someone none beyond your relatives to see what you're doing anyway? Yeah, that's true, but I guess I was just proud of my house. And, you know, like I said, until somebody brought in my attention, I just wanted people to see, you know, how introduce. Yeah. I mean, that was inviting them to mm-hmm. all your goods in your house. And, you know, a lot of right. times what it is, right. if it's not them, 
then they go and tell somebody, and it could be that person. So it right. may not even be, so you can suspect, well, this is the only person that was in my house, but you don't know the conversation they may have with somebody else and or even with somebody else after that. But, um, yeah, that's, that just was not, yeah, we got to be more private, especially, you know, somebody in your house. And you want to confine yeah. them just to that room. Because I know, right. like my son, he can, my uh, my oldest son, he can walk in the room and take a photo uh, uh, in his mind. And he can walk right out and he can tell you where everything was in your in that particular room. So you don't know who you're dealing with. You know, um, thank God he's not no thief or break, you know, break in people's houses. But that's just, you know, um, ability that he does have. And you don't know who has that or what they're looking for yeah, in your house. So and not only that, they can be stealing from you when you walk in another room, you know, um, because a thief, you can be looking at them and they can be stealing. That's how good they can be. That's how good they are. Yeah. But, James, I think yeah, you're right. I think the person time. that brought it to your attention. Hello? The person that oh, yeah, uh, brought it, it to your attention was a kind person because was, yeah because I said we have to learn that because we're innocent uh, to so many things like you say you know you just don't think about it because you're not in that that mind frame and that's not your motive but it's so many people unfortunate that think uh, negatively and we do have to help each other and bring certain things to uh, each other attention I know my my family brought something to me as it had to do with a, a photo in which I had put on uh, my label, um, return address label. Um, and the fact that, unfortunately, sometimes people could take just that and it could end up where you don't even want it to be. And I'm not on Facebook, but that doesn't mean that other people won't take stuff and put it on there. And if they do, I would never know about it. And it's unfortunate that we in a society like that, but that's, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have to be prayed up. We have to just pray and do our very best and just let the Lord protect us because we never can outthink everybody negative thoughts. And uh, I don't want to live in a world where I have to do that. I I have to just, you know, use as much wisdom and, and guidance as I, I'm able to. But I don't want to trap myself in, in a world of being afraid and what if this and what if that. I could what if myself to death. So I, I want to live, bottom line, I want to be able to live. And the Lord promised me an abundant life, not just to live, but to have life more abundantly. And that does not mean walking in fear. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, with every new gadget, there comes a downside that we have to be concerned about. You know, I can remember when uh, parents wanted to have uh, videos of their children and then then didn't realize that people outside the house could see your children with certain devices. You, if you got the inexpensive device, it laid, led you open to other people being able to videotape and connect with people. And so it's always some crazy things going on. You know, we, you know people riding around the neighborhood to see if they can open up your garage because, you know, every one of the garages don't have a deeper a different frequency 
but it is just uh, amazing how you know the you know people who are out to do evil got a lot of time on their hands, so it's hard to um, to keep them at bay, and uh, that's how we find ourselves in today's situations. Uh, RJ, we were talking about how we need to make ourselves prepared uh, for uh, when people are not behaving properly. And, uh, you know, I have a video camera on my car, and um, Joyce talked about the the pen that you can put in your pocket uh, that can videotape. Uh, i got to get me one of those, Joyce. It's HSN. I think that's that, that's that's where I purchased it from, and they had a sale where you bought. I bought one for myself, and I like I say, I bought one for my my son. And uh, you 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 don't think that you need those type of things, but you really do need some type of way because uh, what, who would have ever thought that if it wasn't for videotape, when nobody would believe some of the stuff that these policemen has been caught on. And they're not only the police who look at the Starbucks. You know, people, it'll be your word against theirs. And when they come in there, who do you think they're going to believe when they look at you and they look at the law enforcement? Who do you think they're going to believe? Right. Just by him having a You're uniform, so right. letting them know that they, they put in him higher than you. So if you don't have something that show you, no, that's not right, Your Honor. You know, why don't you take a look at this, you see? If you don't have nothing to back up what it is that you're saying, they are not going to believe you. And in a lot of situations, you might have some evidence, and they still won't believe you. That's just the type of society that we live in because that's who you're dealing with. It's ridiculous. But we have to protect ourselves as much as possible. But like I tell everybody that if you get pulled over, don't you dare say, let me call you back. Let me, hold one second. I got the police behind me. I want to call. Don't you ever do that. Big mistake. You keep that phone on. You put it on that seat, and you have it going so you have someone listening to what it is that, and you put both of your hands on that steering wheel. How you doing, officer? They want to say, can I see your driver's license? Okay, sir. Do you mind if I uh, uh, move my hand and go in my glove compartment? You better talk to do your procedure, everything it is that you want to do if you want to make it home. That's all I got to say. And it's sad that it is, it is we find ourselves in that position because I'm, I'm telling you when I did not feel that way when I was a lot younger and I was riding up and down the road from here, from Orlando to South Carolina times a year, I feel a lot more fearful of the capability of people and of the police than I did when I was in my 20s. And uh, so, RJ, what about you? I mean, do you, um, are, is, are, are you comfortable as much as you drive? Well, you, you have to be reminded again uh, where Joyce and I grew up at. Um, you know, we, we grew up understanding Again, how to survive, and I know you hear us say it, and you pro- I, I, that's the only way I know how to articulate it. We we had to learn to survive early in life. So um, now, I mean, I'm I'm in a, a much mellow place. Like you say, as we get older, we get wiser. And mm-hmm. uh, but I, I I've always known um, you know the rules of how to handle yourself and what to do and and how to do it. It, it it's not about pride at that moment. And a lot of times it may not necessarily be about right and wrong. It's about surviving, and it's about making it home. 
And uh, so, James, to be honest, is not much different now than what it was that we were taught. We were taught early on um, survivor skills as it relates to that. The key thing now is to help our children understand because um, they may uh, be mistaken and thinking that, you know, times have changed. In reality, they have not, not at all. Mm. All right, you're so right. Listen, we're going to take a short break, and then we'll come back and uh, allow everyone to have their final word. So, what do you want to do? I'm here, baby. I'm ready, baby.
I know. 
Jesus 